This is a shock podcast. Shock. Hey guys, welcome back to the K-pop podcast that makes you go wah debak. I'm Michelle and I'm Galista and we're back after quite a while. We've been kind of away, but so today I want to start off about BTS V. So as you know, he recently made a comeback with his latest album Layover, I believe it's called. And I saw an article that was very interesting. So V says that his inspiration for the album And you would think it's like a newer album, right? His inspiration is FX's Pink Tape, which was released many, many years ago, if I'm not mistaken. I also feel like I remember him saying he wanted to like kind of bring jazz into the album. Yes, yes. He says he's working with a bunch of different producers mm-hmm. and he's working with other artists as well. So very interesting to see. And, you know, it's really nice that he brought in FX from years ago because I feel like that album was so underrated. I mean, I guess they also grew up with the same kind of groups that we grew up with. So like, it makes sense that he's inspired by like, you know, groups that probably he had on repeat when he right. was younger as well. I keep forgetting that, you know, because, you know, BTS are so huge that I forgot they grew up in the same way that I grew up, right? listening mm-hmm. to the same artist I listened to so it's so cool to see that and it's really nice for that little throwback to happen um, maybe we'll see a spike in the you know pink tape sales maybe but speaking of pink he also mentioned that you watched the Barbie movie right of course I did of course I watched did. it like religiously <laughs> we were both like very Barbie coded so um, he watched it and he said that it was the most impactful movie that he's watched recently but he didn't elaborate like I was really curious to know like which part of the movie impacted him like which message like which character did he relate to you right, know right um, I think it was for was it a magazine interview if I'm not mistaken so where he looks really really good Right, and I saw the sales for that and I was like, mm-hmm, I'm buying this, I'm buying this. But I was, me too, I was kind of disappointed because I wanted to see what his take on it was. But I think because it's a magazine, they kind of have to shorten down what he says so that they don't take up too much room. And I was so excited to see him talk about it, you know, because I feel like he would be such a good Ken. Oh, right? he I would be such write. a good Ken, yes! But you know, I, I have to say I agree with him and I think for me... The most impactful movie of my life was Barbie as well. Um, It was very impactful. The most uh, impactful thing has been that song, I'm Just Ken, which has been <laughs> on repeat in my head since the movie dropped. Did you see the practice of it? I think they released a practice video of Ryan Gosling practicing the song, the dance I've practice. Seen, I've seen everything. Like, I'm so obsessed. Well, the thing Crazy. is that it's like, he sells it so well. Like, yeah. really? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, they said they're going to bring uh, Barbie too. So, I don't know. I feel like if they got the boys of BTS to be in the movie, that oh, would be, be nice. pretty impactful <gasps> in itself. K-pop Barbie a K-pop Ken you know what I mean mm-hmm, like they mm-hmm. had oh that'd be so nice that'd be nice but speaking of which Stray Kids which as we know they have been taking off really huge lately mm-hmm. they are set to light up the 2023 MTV VMA stage oh yes okay I don't know whether you're like me but I love award shows oh my god me too I'm a sucker for them like <laughs> yes. I know they're all planned and everything but like I will sit there and watch them religiously like Mama Awards every year it's like what three to four hours and I sit there anyways watching it oh, Oh yeah, I'm so invested in who wins, who's performing. Like the performances at award shows somehow always like stand out. I think it's because they know they're performing to people who are not their fans and could potentially yes. be new fans as well. Yes. Yeah, and it's a whole big thing in Korea, especially when it comes to award shows, because like you have a lot of them at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. 
And they prepare a separate performance for each award show. Yep. A remix of the song. They bring in props. And it's so insane to see different the different outfits. And I'm like, you know what? I love this. It's like the Met Gala of K-pop. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's really like, they have um, red carpet outfits. And they have um, outfits where they're sitting in their area watching people. Then they have outfits for the performance. And they have outfits for the second performance. And I'm like, wow, your stylist must have these strong arms. I mean, it's also a fashion event at it the same really time. Is. You know? Yeah, it really is. Because these are the photos people are going to be using for a lot of your media coverage in the future as well. Yeah, but speaking of like award shows, unfortunately, I feel like one group that we won't be seeing at award shows is probably going to be 50-50 since they're still right. kind of embroiled in that legal situation. Actually, I was kind of excited to see them perform Cupid because I thought mm-hmm. they'd have like a remix. or And also, they just released yeah. the version with Sabrina Carpenter. So you, can you imagine how cool it would have been if they were performing and she came out with them? I really hope like they get out of this like really soon because I feel like it's suppressing them so much. They could be so much bigger than they are right now. It's kind of sad, but you know, hopefully... Once they come out of this, they'll be able to perform at next year's, you know, award shows in the year ends. I just hope it's not too late because, like, the controversy just keeps on, like, rolling and rolling and rolling. Like, the most recent one is that their management company, Attract. So, apparently, not only did they fail to provide them with adequate meal allowances, they also forced the members to dispose of home-prepared food brought in by their families as well. So, the rumor is that they were only given $165 a month for food. Which is basically like what seven hundred ringgit for all four of them, right? Yeah, and even if it wasn't seven hundred ringgit for a whole month, it's not enough. Honestly, like if you guys have been out there working and stuff, it's really, really not enough. That's insane, especially the amount of work they do. Like they're practicing, they're dancing all the time. Like you need the energy, right? Right. But even when they gave them food, apparently it was only like like food that would be like more slimming I guess like they oh, gave them like chicken breasts and of like course. butter coffee I don't know what butter coffee is supposed to do I don't oh, drink coffee either. but apparently I that guess was one to, of the things I it's to help them lose weight as if they aren't thin enough but like, I know that's that's insane so you know even the little food that they are getting is aimed to make them lose even more weight so I can't imagine there's much nutrition happening or there's much vitamins happening and that's that's concerning considering how heavy their schedules are yeah and I feel like okay we were kind of used to this kind of new before but like it's 2023 I thought we were over this like for this company which is kind of new to be doing this to a very new girl group who are very young by the way yes it's it's very concerning and I'm I'm kind of glad that this is coming out so hopefully you know they will get out of that situation like for real for real and hopefully no other con- companies will do this to like other groups right I hope that this sets a precedence for other companies to really treat their idols with dignity and respect. And at the end of the day, they're still people, right? I mean, you would think so. But you, these yeah, companies no, sometimes do see so. them as robots and it's it's horrible. It's insane. It's it's insane. And can you imagine like 50-50 have a voice because of how well they've been doing. And mm-hmm. even with this voice, the company is fighting back so hard. And they're yeah. like trying to, you know, sue them and this and that. I can't imagine for groups that don't have that voice. Yeah. And it's insane because like, heck, you know what? Not even groups that don't have that voice. I, rem- I remember Girls' Generation, you know, their second gen mm-hmm. idols, they were talking about how they were mistreated as well. And yeah. this was, this is Girls' Generation. Like, they're the but, but that's group. But that's what I mean. Like, they were doing that like before and I thought we called this out and got over it, but apparently not enough. We need to be called out even more. Right. I wonder if they just got better at hiding it. Probably. You know what I mean? And Probably. It, it's so sad because they still have to put on a smile when they come on camera and mm-hmm. act like everything's okay. So it's 
it, it really sucks, you know. But moving on to more happier things, because I feel like I don't want to end the episode on such a sad note, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? For sure. So, of course, I'm going to talk about Monster X. Of course. I was like sick of it by now, <laughs> but, you know, I got to throw in the promotion there because somebody has to do the job. So, Hyung Won, uh, you know, Hyung Won, he recently opened a YouTube channel. Uh-huh. But, okay, so it's a little complicated because he opened the YouTube channel in July. But he didn't immediately upload a video, which, you know, I guess not everybody does that. So he recently unveiled its maiden video on August 25th, just a few days ago. And it's about, it's so cute. It's him just having a leisure day, enjoying his time on vacation and during a hike. Mm -hmm. So I really liked this video because he wasn't really wearing makeup. Mm-hmm. So you could see him as him. There was no, you know, theatrics. There was no, like, anything else that would cover it or whatever or mask who he is. So it was really nice to see that. And he's gotten, like, 400,000 followers so far, I think. But I think that was the number before the video came up. I like it when, like, K-pop idols actually have their own YouTube channels. I know it's still kind of screen or whatever, but, you know, like, at least we get to see a different side of them that's not so curated by the agencies and stuff. Like, it's it's more real, right? Yeah, no, I love it too because it's like, I'm really getting to know them as them, not as the person they represent in a group, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, And I saw a lot of idols, second-gen idols mostly, after, but it's always after they leave a company yeah. and they have more freedom and they start doing these things. And it's so nice because a lot of really humorous moments come from these, you know, these these videos and stuff. And it's sad that we don't get that normally because they, they're worried about their image mm-hmm. and they can't really do things separately. And I think Master X only have this leisure now because they're like an older group. You know, they've mm-hmm. been around for like eight years or so. But I hope in the future we get more freedom for idols to just yeah. do their own things at, in their own time. Yeah, I mean, there are a f- quite a few K-pop idols, I think, that have their own channels now. Like, definitely go and search for them if you got the time. I know two members of Blackpink for sure have, which is Lisa and uh, Rosé, I think. They definitely have their own channels. Uh, I think Jenny does, but I'm not too sure. So I don't want to confirm that. But... Yeah, they do have their channels. And speaking of Blackpink, I just wanted to end it on being like, if you haven't played Blackpink <laughs> the game yet, you definitely should go check it out. If you haven't seen the music video for the song that they dropped called The Girls, it is so cute. It looks so fun, honestly. Like I saw screenshots of it and I was like, man, I want to be, I want to partake in it. I think I remember um, one of your sets, Calista, you're talking about how Jisoo likes to dress up the other members. Yeah, so she said she spends more time in the game dressing up the other members and being their like stylist, which I thought was like super cute and like honestly kind of relatable. No, like for real, if it was me and if there was any option to dress up people in a video game, like that's what I'm doing for the rest of the day. You know what? Forget the other game <laughs> mechanics and stuff. But it's so cute. Can you imagine her just waiting backstage to go like on stage and she's just there like, hey, I want to put like Lisa in this dress. It's well, so cute. the other girl said she was really good at it. So oh. maybe we'll be seeing some of those outfits in real life. Who knows? They just had a new outfit change for their recent concert. Was it? LA somewhere in in the US they were wearing like these black leather outfits oh okay okay no but you know this kind of ties in with what we're talking about YouTube like if they give like you know if Jisoo can do her own thing on YouTube about Mm -hmm. styling and stuff and I'm sure people would love it like I love to watch her you know style clothes and stuff or do a haul on her clothes you know so like Jisoo if it's in your books just do it you know we'd love to see it if you know of any K-pop idols that have YouTube channels right now that you think we should check out let us know in our DMs on Instagram at what Zebak official. Mm-hmm. And if you think anyone should have a YouTube channel that doesn't yet, let us know as well. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to see it. And hey, you never know. Maybe we'll end up reviewing some of these YouTube channels here on Wahatebak. But until then, we will see you next week as usual. This is Michelle. This is Kalista. Bye. Bye.